Okay, today we begin the fifth parak, and let's begin from the Mishnah. So here, Shtalim, we're talking about more like seedlings. So the idea is you may have planted, uh, this is, um, I read the Rosh Cerulio, he says, when they're planting onion and leek, they, they plant them all bunched up together. When they start growing, what happens? They take some out and they start spacing them out a little bit more. So he pulls them out from here and you're going to put it down and replant it elsewhere. Mishnah says that would be patri. You don't have to do a hafrasha trumasamasra. Now, why is that even a question? We'll see soon when we end up looking at the, the Gemara's analysis of this. If someone purchased something that's mechubalakarka, so purchase some of these saplings while they're still touched to the ground, for example, here's pato, right? Why? Because the Kenyan isn't koveya to something that's mechubalakarka. We discussed this before. Lakad, if he collects some, the shloach lachavero, he takes some, he picks some of these to send to his friend, then it would be patur. So uh, I'll show you what says, im sholech lachavero matana patur makabel, the makabel is patur milaser. The sharli notani, he doesn't have to plant, he doesn't have to do a frasha before he plants it. Why? Because a matana is not kovea. A kinyan is kovea, but not a matana. However, Belaza ben Azaria says, Im yesh bonim karim If, however, this, it's developed to such an extent that these saplings might be sold in this way, or these small little, it's not saplings, more seedlings, or these uh, little uh, onions would be sold in that fashion in the market, then because it's considered as already, already as if it's rich. Okay, so that's regarding seedlings. However, our care, um, lefet utsnonot, if someone pulls out turnips or radishes, but he's trying to plant it in his own field. However, this is for the purpose of producing zera. Now that once he's, when, when he's growing in that, in that way, it would become no longer oila achila, okay? And therefore, it would be part of Shemesamasrot, so therefore he would, again, we're going to have to explain all these cases as we go through it in the Gemara, but then he'd have to be, he'd be chayev mitneshu gornam. Meaning, before he replants it, he would have to now do afrashat shumasamasrot. Why? Because it's considered as if it reached the goren. Meaning, it's reached the Now, what are we talking about? We're talking about just a couple of radishes. And, but that, we didn't say the same thing when it came to these small seedlings. So we're going to have to resolve what, all these different moving parts in the mission. That's going to be our, our task today. But finally, it says, Let's say someone has onions in their attic. And it took root there. It's not considered fully for all dinim. However, it's tamalitamer. For the purposes of tum and tara, it's considered as if it is connected to the ground and therefore tahor, but not for everything else, only for tum and tara. However, if, however, it collapses, so, um, Kati here, of course, uh, I think it's a rivmats, I think it is. For example, the roof, to even just the roof of the attic collapsed on it. Now it's all covered over. So now we say that it is meaning the alim megulim. Then it's considered mamash mechubala karka. It is considered um, it's, it's it's as if they're not as if they planted in the field. So fully mechubala karka, not just for laws of tumantara. Okay, well, uh, we've got a lot to deal with in this mission. Let's have a look at the Gemara. So the first case in our mission was haoker shdali mitoch shelo v'notel letoch shelo pato. We said if you're taking some of these seedlings from your own place and you're moving it, as we said, to space it all out. So you're taking it out of the ground and put it, place it elsewhere to replant it. And the idea is when you do so, you want to continue growing. So Rav Ovashem, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish says, that must be Rabbi Shita, Rabbi Akiva Why? So there's a machlok with Rabbi Akiva and the Chachamim, this is a very important machlok here, that, um, that can you take some grain, 
prior to Miruach Akri, prior to Gemara Malacha, and take that and replant it. Okay? Or do you have to do Haprashat Shumas Namasra first? Rabbi Kiva says, as long as it hasn't reached Gemara Malacha, hasn't reached Miruach Akri, it's no problem. So therefore, this seems to be the same din. It would appear that our mission, the fact that I can simply take these seedlings and replant them elsewhere um, prior to reaching Marmalacha, and I don't have to do Hafrashas Trumas and Masrot, must mean this is Shidat Rabbi Akiva, because it's a parallel. This is like just before Rishu Miroch Akrit. However, Rabbi Akiva, B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan says, no, Dibra Akolhi. That even the Chachamim would agree, Modim Chachamim Rabbi Akiva, B'Shtalit. That when it comes to this case, Despite the fact that it comes to a pile of grain that hasn't yet reached the, you haven't yet smoothed it over, they say even prior to Gemara Malacha, you'd have to do Hafrasha. Here they would agree that you don't have to do Hafrasha. Now, why? Ma bein chitin, ma bein shtalin. What's the difference between the two? So we say chitin, Gemara Malacha, shtalim, enu Gemara Malacha. Meaning, I'll read Rav Chaim. Chitin Gemara Malacha. It says, chitin, afagav shadayin lo nitparchu. So, sorry, I'll explain a bit differently. This is where Rukhaim explained out to correct what I said before. But in, in other words, when it comes to wheat, I've got ahead of myself, that's why. When it comes to wheat, what happens is, is that wheat's already finished. So that's why the Chacham says, even though you, it hasn't reached Miruach Akri, if you take it, you only replant it. You have to refresh the Shumasa However, these Shtalim, they haven't yet reached, yet fully reached their full growth. So therefore, even the Chacham would agree that if you take it out and replant it elsewhere, you would, wouldn't have to do refresh the Shumasa Okay? To make clear? Okay? I'll just say it again outside, just because just I'm seeing browns. I'm not, not explaining clearly. In other words, once again, is regarding grain. Even, in other words, if it hasn't reached Gemara Malacha, can I take and replant it? Chachamim says, absolutely, you can. You can, you can take some and replant it. Chachamim says, no, you have to have Trumas and Masros first. Why did the Chachamim say that in that case? That is because there's nothing else for this grain to do. It's already effectively reached the end of its growth. Not really Gemara Malacha, but end of its growth. However, everyone would agree, if you take this shtalim, these small seedlings, and replant it, since the seedlings are in the middle of growth, they've still got a way to go, that's why the Chachamim would agree that you wouldn't have to separate Trumas and Masra. Hope that's more clear. Okay. However, let's go the other, other, other side. Now, this is a different situation. We saw in our Mishnah that what? That we saw with the Oker Shtalim that you don't have to have a Trumas and Masra. However, if you're taking the Lefet out and you're going to replant it now for the purpose of it um, producing seeds, then even Rabbi Akiva would agree you have to do Afrasha. So there's like three different cases here. We've got one extreme, the Shtalim, that's in mid-growth. Everyone agrees you don't have to do Afrasha when you replant it. You've got the grain that we said there's a Machloket situation. If you haven't done Miroch we have to do Afrasha before replanting it. But now I've got the other extreme when it comes to these uh, radishes and the like. If you're, going to plant, if you're going to replant it to harden and produce seeds, then even Rabbi Akiva would agree you have to do Afrasha Trumas and Asra. Now the question is why? So the, chit, so the answer, the first assumption is, is so Rabbi Akiva says, it's non shem pseidim. What's pseidim? Mean effectively they're going to become, let me say, they're going to become uh, lost. What do you mean they're going to be mafsid? Is that when you take this, the radish as it is at the moment is edible. When you're going to put, replant it to produce seeds, it's no longer going to become fit for human consumption. That's what it means by pseidim. 
But the Gemara, that's why Rebbe Kibbutz would agree in that situation that because they're going to be Pseidin, you'd have to have Rosh Hashanah. However, the Gemara continues, but I don't understand. We said there's a machloka regarding wheat kernels if you're going to start replanting them. But one second, they're also Pseidin. When you put them in the ground, they disintegrate, no? So that's a machloka. Why, why is a machloka in that case not a case of our, of our um, what's it called, our, uh, our radishes? So say, goren acheret goren acheret. He says there's a difference. When I take this wheat and I replant it, what's going to happen? It's going to grow, and I'm eventually going to reach a goren. Reach a goren means it's going to that which grows is eventually going to reach a chiyuv trumas amasro anyway. So I haven't taken a completely outside of the world of trumas amasro. When it comes to these radishes, and um, that I'm that I'm replanting to produce uh, seeds. To, to harden, I'm being mafkia completely. I'm mafkia them from the world of Trumas and Masra entirely. Because now it's turned into something that's not royal achila. Okay? I read it inside. It says, This is Reb Chaim. The Gidlin will eventually get to the threshing floor. However, when it comes to Lefet, there is no other Goren. They themselves become hard. They become like wood. But they happen to produce some seeds at the top. The lefet itself is The whole lefet itself becomes hard and, it's, and, you'll, and it becomes, if you like, lost, spoiled. And there's no other goren. And the zera, there's no din of trumas for the zera. So therefore, since you're being completely mafkia from the world of Truma Samasra, that's where Rabbi Kiba says, if you want to re- take this lefet and plant it to turn it to produce seeds, again, if ahead of it, it produces the seeds, that's why he would agree you'd have to go up Russia. So that's the other extreme, if you like, of the cases. Now, let's look at the next case. Let's say, you, again, the case in Mishnah was, if you collect some to send to your friend, then you would be pato, okay? But Rav Amar, hu asu luchal. So what's this talking about? Um, we're medite from the Mishnah, but when you're sending it, you're picking these things up for your friend and you want to send it to your friend, he's patur from what? From doing hafrash if he wants to replant it. Okay? Similar you as well. Reb says it would apply to you as well. If you're taking it out of the ground and you want to replant it, you don't have to do it. However, the fact that we're talking about replanting as being patur implies that what? If you wanted to eat it, if you pulled it out and you wanted to eat it now, you'd be chayv to do hafrasha because it only talks about replanting. So, so the Gemara says, um, so that's why Rav Amar, who asu luchal, he can't eat it. So Rav Shimi Amar, kumei Rav Yossi, b'shem Rav Acha. Mad Amar Rav, what's the case of Rav, what's his deal, what's he replying to? That's b'shehich niso l'chatzer beit shmir, and that's going to That must be talking about when you took these seedlings into your chatzer, and it must be shid Rabbi Meir, because if you call Rabbi Meir, it says, a chatzer is koveya for even something that hasn't reached Gemara Malacha. So that's, that's how we have to be like the Mishnah, that the Mishnah here is actually Rebbe Meir, because it says, you, why can't you eat it? Because you brought in Jechatzer, Mishnah Merit, and despite the fact it hasn't reached Mar Malacha, it's Kover. So Amra, Mana, Nita, Amra, Ken, we see, we, we see that our Mishnah, within the Mishnah itself, it must be Shita Rebbe Meir. Why? Because it says, be if you purchase something that's Mechubel HaKarka, then you're Pato. Mashma what? It's only if it was Mechubel HaKarka, you're Pato. However, Kingan, that it's Talush, you'd be Chayiv, Mashma what? Man Who's the shita that says a kinyan will be koveya even if it hasn't reached gemar malacha? That's shita that's really mayor. 
In other words, the fact that the Mishnah says only if it was attached to the ground you purchased it, you'd be pator. But if it wasn't, even a Havanish Gramalacha, you'd be chayev. Ah, you say that Shita Rebbe Mer, because Rebbe Mer is of the Shita, we've seen this already a few times. The Rebbe Mer is of the Shita that if it's, um, if it's, uh, if, even if it has a Gramalacha, a Kinyan would be Kovaya. Okay. Now, what the Gemara is doing <coughs> is looking at the opinion of, um, of, of Rabbi Lassab and Azaria. And if you recall, he says, Im Okay, that if there are if they, if they're sold in the marketplace, you'd have to be had to Russia. So now the Gemara asks the following question. Sorry, That must be shit Rabbi Yehudahi. Now what's 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 going on? What do you mean it must be shit Rabbi Yehudahi? Let's have a look at Rabbi Chaim. He says, That must be shit Rabbi Yehudah now. Mishum mashma halokeach chayev laasra. I mean, the person receives it, he has to have Russia. But Kasha the imken. If you're to Afrasha, in other words, it's Tevel, how can you send it to your friend as a gift? Hear the question. It says, In other words, normally, you're not allowed to send Tevel to anybody. So if we're saying, ah, but if it's then then, then the person receives it. I mean, would have to do Afrasha. How can you Sholech Lechavero Bichlal? You're not allowed to send Tevel to a Chavar, not allowed to send Tevel to another Chavar. So we say, that must be Shid Rabbi Yehuda. Why? Betani ken Rabbi Yehuda, remember Shem Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Afar sholech lechavar atanim. Atanim, as we said, is the Zayt, Rabbi says that these olives are being placed in a mitan, in a big vat, in order to uh, soften it. Vishtalim, these are little seedlings. Vechavi leitina, bundles of uh, tiltan is a fenugreek. Lo yochal ad shiyaser, you cannot eat it. Meaning, if the recipient can't eat until it has a frasha. Why? In other words, there are certain things that people would send Tevel as Tevel. I mean, normally you're not allowed to send Tevel. <coughs> We've got a few things like we listed here that, that if someone receives it, they'd have to have frasha because those things are sent as Tevel. It's almost like an exception to the rule. So, even a Haver received this from another Haver, despite the fact we normally say that, um, you know, cannot, uh, a Haver wouldn't send Tevel, you'd have to treat it as Tevel. So, I don't understand. I can understand if you receive it from an Amaretz. Would a Haver be Chashud to send Tevel? So, we say, The one second, we've already seen that Amaretz, when it comes to Truma, Truma Gedola, all Amaretz seem separated Truma Gedola, if you recall. That's why when it came to Dema, you didn't have to worry about Truma Gadola. So the fact that we're, the, if we're saying in this case, you have to separate Truma Gadola, it means it makes no difference if we're talking about a Haver or Ama Aretz. So therefore, So the simple understanding is, no, these certain things, and important in that list with the Shtalim, these seedlings, the, the, the people would send them as Tevel, and it was okay to send them as Tevel. Okay, next case. Let's look go back to our case of Lefet, how care Lefet. So the Gemara says that love Shnia Bain Lezera, Bain Lehefka, Bain In other words, we've said that if you're taking these Shtilim out, from the, not Shtilim, these the Lefet out from the ground, you're going to replant it, and it's going to be, you're going to replant it to produce seeds. Since you're mafgia them from the world of Trumas and Masrot, then you already have to do Safrachat Trumas and Masrot, like we said. Right, there's no other Goreth. Um, however, what we're learning here is if you would pull them out of the ground in order to mafgia them, 
or you pull them out of the ground to plant them in Chutzlaaretz, the din would be the same. In other words, before being mafkir them, or before replanting Chutzlaaretz, you'd also have to do hafrashot trumas because you're also being mafkir, mafkir them. You're removing them from the world of chiyob trumas amasrot. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. Because we've got another Mishnah. That we've seen that one is able to take produce. Let's say someone forgot to uh, to, to separately pay her at all. And he can take it from in, uh, from the produce that's already been cut. The Yolada set aside things for payer, And they'd be part of Futruma Samasrot until you reach Miro Chakri. So we see that before Miroch HaKri, one can mafgir, if you like, the whole stack, and it wouldn't be a chil to separate Trumas and It's actually out of the world of Trumas and completely. It's hefker. So what we don't know, what the Gemara is trying to assess here, and here we're saying, that if you take this, some of these shtalim out, and then you're going to mafgir them, you have to separate, separate Trumas and But this should be mamasha parallel to the case of Miroch HaKri. Meaning these little seedlings haven't finished growing yet. So if it hasn't finished growing and I mafgir them, I shouldn't have to separate from a master at all. It's like it should be like if I mafgir a whole stack of a pile of grain before it reaches Mirochakri. It should be part of from Samasra. What's the difference? So we say, Taman hu mafkir al hakol bramhach mafkir al gidulim. It says there's a difference. When it came to setting aside a thing as paya or your mafgir or something, you'll mafgir it completely. Top to bottom, the whole thing comes hefkir. That's not a problem. However, here, in other words, it never really got the chance to, to have, have the Shem Trumas Amasra. However, here it's different. Here, you're only mafkir the gidulim. Okay, so you're, if you're mafkir only the gidulim, what's going to be happening? This is a little bit like, it parallels the case of with you're taking some of the, um, the, these radishes and you're planting it in order for it to become, uh, to, to, to grow uh, for, for, for its seeds. Why? There you took something that was in the world of Trumas Amasra, you're putting it down, and as it grows, it's going to become removed from it. This action you're doing is something that's going to cause it to be like removed from the world. It's going to be, no longer become Ruila Achila. So the parallel here is the same, meaning what's happening is, is I'm effectively mafkir just the Gidulim. And once the Gidulim grow, the Ikar, the original part, is still Chayv and Trumas Amasra. But then as it grows, the Gidulim are going to mevatel. It's going to mevatel something that had a Chiyuv. Okay. So it's not the same as being mafkir an entire pile. Mafkir an entire pile is that it doesn't have a chiyop. It never got. It never reached miruach hakri. But here it's different. Here, what's happening? I'm taking something that does have a chiyop, and as I replant it, the chiyop is still there, and I'm doing something in a, in, in a way that, through laws of bittel, if you like, through the gidulim, it's going to uh, remove, if you like, the chiyop of trumas amasra from it through by laws of bittel. So that's why this case is different to a normal say payer or mafkir a whole pile because again that's why in this case that's why this case you have to do a frasha first okay so then we say now we're being a proof being an absolute proof that we're talking about a partial bittle not a full bittle why because the other parallel case was that of chutzlaretz now chutzlaretz if i take something from eretz and plant it and replant it in chutzlaretz the ikar doesn't become part or the ikar is still tevel because it grew in eretz israel it's only the gidulim so therefore um, so we say by So we see quite clearly when it comes to Chutzlar, it's there's a difference between the Ikar and the Gidulim. 
And the same re- in the same rationale, because I'm playing the chutzlars and the gidulim are going to outgrow it and battle it, that's why I have to do hafrasha before I plant it in chutzlars. So too, that's the case with, the, with the, that's a parallel case of hefker, where the person was only mafkir the gidulim koloshnia bein so bein bein. So too, she, it should also be a difference between bein bein leika bein gidulim. So the Gemara then says, one second, This whole thing makes sense only if you hold like Shittat Rebbe Shimon Ben Lakish. Conceives of the Shittat that the Gidulin can mevatel the Ikar. However, Rebbe Yochanan says, no, that the Tevel wouldn't be batel Barov, the Gidulin. Then you don't, you're not necessarily, you're not then mafgia, like removing the Chiyo Vatruma Samasa, because it's not batel. So then all you do is yamtin ajiagdil. You'd simply wait till the finish is growing. Because since you have mimafkir it, there's no problem of you replanting it because the chi of Trumasamasus is still there. How do you resolve the problem at the end? You just grind it up, mix it all up together, and do afrasha. And then you got you assume you rely on bila if you like, and you assume they had the mixture of tevil and something as pata all together, and you do afrasha, it covers it all. So the assumption is that this whole distinction that we said by so this, this whole din that we said, not only for Zerah, it's also for Hefger and Chutzlar, it's only Shita Rosh Shimon and Lakish. Because here's the Shita that says that as it grows, it's going to be Batel the Ikar. And that's why, because it's, it's a Mesa, it's effectively Mafgir from the Shukhev Shumas Maza, that's why you have to preemptively already do have Rasha. So Rabbi Yochanan, no, absolutely not. You don't have to. Because it's not going to, um, because it's still going to, the Chiv is still going to endure. Like it's still going to be there. So only once it finishes growing, then you do the half rasha. You sort of mix it up and because the chiyuv is still going to be inside. So we say, or name or maybe not. Or this is more the answer. Ma pligi Rabbi Yochanan Rashim Lakish. When does Rabbi Yochanan Rashim Lakish have the machlok where the tevel is battled the rov? That's the tevel shnit bal deval Torah. That's only talking about something that is tevel midoraita. Aval tevel shinal midivrehem. But in our case, where it hasn't reached Gemara Malacha, and therefore it's tevel midorabanan. Everyone would agree that the Tevel would battle the Rov, and therefore, because of that, even Rev Yochanan would agree in these cases where someone took this, took some of these seedlings out. And then he, what did he want to do? He wanted to plant a Chutzar, so he wanted to Mafkir the Gidulin, that he would agree, Rev Yochanan would agree in that case, he'd have to do Hafrasha first. Okay? That's the Daffy Mr. Shem will pick up for tomorrow. It's a little bit more to do on this Sugya, but uh, yeah, a little bit of a more tricky Daff today. Right, cold to everyone. Thank you.